Welcome back, y'all, to episode 96 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, bringing you information, facts, as well as entertaining you within a 15 minute and sometimes more time frame. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the podcast. Oh, Lord, where to begin, where to begin? I think one of the biggest stories of the year in terms of finance is unfolding um, in front of us, and it's really interesting to see it take place and I'm talking about the one the only Sam Bankman field or SBF better known within the blockchain crypto community so Sam Bank Bankman or SBF was once considered the richest billionaire under 30 under 30 even considered to be valued higher than um, Mark Zuckerberg. So this story is really interesting. So, so what Sam Brinkman free or SPF, what he's known for is creating FTX and FTX in itself was a crypto, um, trading company. It was really interesting because they created their own platform with on the phones. It was very similar to Robinhood, which was a, an, it's another trading platform. Um, SBF was able to kind of create some type of norm normality within the um cryptocurrency kind of um system and what he was able to do really is he made a lot of money so if you I mean obviously I said that but if you look at his background I mean he went to MIT he was a very smart man one of the highest intelligent, very intelligent, and he was actually ended up being a quantum trader on Wall Street, where he learned how to trade things that weren't really due to Bitcoin, understanding how to make money, those things. You know, he's trading around 2017. At this time, blockchain in itself becomes very popular. Everyone's talking about it. Um, Bitcoin becomes very popular. The cryptocurrency, you know, within trading, you know, this is the next thing. Etc. Etc. We've all experienced it, but where the story gets really, really interesting is um, today FTX had to file for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy, and it is sending the Bitcoin market into a tailspin. And we are talking multiple. We are talking an astronomical, and here's the quotes. Okay, the quotes coming out about it. One of them is a slow train wreck. Wrapped in a dumpster fire, surrounded by black swans. Okay. So I'm going to break down a little bit about it. I mean, it's also crazy. The investors, a lot of big name people are involved with this. And the story just gets crazier and crazier. So on top of it all, you have SBF who is living in the Bahamas. That's where the con- that's where. His country, his company is founded. A little backstory about him: he's a vegan, um, and he really believed apparently in this concept called effective altruism. 
meaning, you know, his main reason for getting rich and doing all these things were to create good within the world, create change, etc., trying to change the world. Um, so that's kind of why he says his motivation is behind this company. But FTX, three weeks ago, was really valued at around $40 billion, okay? It was really high. I mean... You can download the app on your phone, you can get money, but what's happening now is people who have invested in FTX can no longer get their money out. I mean, it's kind of like the Great Depression, like you're going to the bank, but the bank ain't got the money. And what happened, what essentially what happened is what's coming out is Sam, what he did is he took about $8 billion from his company and he invested it into another one of his company called, um, what is it, it's called called Alamenda Research. Let me see if I can get this. And I'm gonna go ahead and play some audio so you can hear him talk as well. Something that positive, like with the, the making money part, like like I, I want to be a good actor there. We've raised a few billion dollars over the course of the last, uh, last couple of years and we're a profitable business. With Voyager, I think, you know, there's 70 million dollars there that, that, that we put in that I think, I'm not sure we're ever seeing that 70 million again. We've not used the majority of the cash that we have on our, our balance sheet. We want to be flexible. We want to be in a position where we are, uh, you know, looking forward at, uh, you know, what we can be doing, where we can be most helpful, um, and where we can grow the most. I'm excited about Pathway Forward. I'm really excited about our leadership. Off Ponzi scheme vibes, taking money, paying Peter robbing Peter to pay Paul kind of situations where this money just seems like he invested it in other things. They're buying a lot of things. I mean, he, he kind of says this, but, you know, there's the FTX dome in Miami. They spent $150 million to have that happen. Um, they're spending money all over the place. So it's really strange that, you know, you're getting kind of this, 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 this persona of someone who's trying to help the world and have impact and do positive impact and spending money mostly back on crypto and Bitcoin. And, you know, is it the death of Bitcoin? I mean, I think, you know, he, this gentleman, SBS, was considered the white knight for Bitcoin going in, talking with Congress, telling them about it, actually giving, you know, kind of teaching Congress about what the concepts were of it. And this it literally blew up in his face. So now we're getting a whole different look right now peeling back the hood and how this industry could potentially just be exploding but one thing about bitcoin if the market does come back what it allows people to do is make money in an 18 and what he was able to do is notice that bitcoin within the united states was trading at around ten thousand dollars and in the korea and japan it was trading at around eleven thousand so he would buy one million dollars of bitcoin every day for the whole summer and sell it and this is where they really generated enough wealth to open up ftx which means you know a discrepancy with with how people are finding value within it so if you're looking at bitcoin what's really making money in this situation is the fact that there is an arbitrage he took that arbitrage and he used it as a way to open up FTX. And from there, he kind of built it and he built this company. So really what we're getting here is, you know, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that this company, you know, how can you be founded at 40 billion on March 21 last year, the FTX crypto 
exchange paid $135 million, which I was saying earlier, to be with an FTX arena. You know, you're having arenas named after you, you're traveling around the world, and you have some of the biggest investors. And this is where it gets really, really crazy, is when you look at some of these investors that are involved with it, you have Tom Brady, who was a face of it for a really long time, and it's like, Tom Brady cannot catch a break this year. Investments are going sideways, football's going sideways, losing Giselle, I mean, come on, man. Might be time to really think about it. Or you might need to play longer. Maybe he's losing his retirement in FTX. We might see him try to push for another five years. Then, on top of that, you have Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank kind of coming out and just praising SPF, saying he's one of the smartest individuals under the keys, under 29, someone in front of the screen, all this stuff, just praising, praising, praising and it's like it just seems like we are dealing it just reminds me of putting value on things that really really don't matter and what happens when there's no regulations because really the question that comes up is as a result of this collapse all of these billions of dollars all this money lost is SPF even going to see any jail time I mean you know it's not really it's kind of like the wild wild west so people don't really know what to say or what to do, but you know, really, it's it's like if you have something that can be created through value through memes, is it really real or is it just hype? You know, is the hype around Bitcoin gone? You know, if you're looking at FTX being completely obliterated, ground into bones and blown out, I don't even know what that I'm trying to say, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, they are, you know. It's really going to impact it. You know, it's going to change it. People can't even get their money out. There's no liquidity in the company. I mean, could you imagine you put all this money into Bitcoin, you think you're doing it, and it just it just doesn't do anything. You know, I wonder what the Bitcoin bros are saying today, you know. So this story is really summing it up. I mean, there's a lot going on too, you know. There's a lot of issues too, potentially being legal, taking money out and then investing it in other companies. And we really don't know where the bottom of it is yet. I mean, I think with the with the trap the chapter eleven bankruptcy hitting it, we don't know if you know he was honest in what he was doing. I mean, when we look at kind of these different concepts, it's kind of crazy. You know, a side note is like I said, you know, I mean, and two, it's like if you look at where crypto is. So what they're saying now is, you know, crypto has been in decline. So this year alone, it is down 62%. So people aren't investing in it like they were. They're not selling it and they're not driving it. It's like you think about what happened with Dogecoin after Elon Musk was on SNL and that impacted the price. So, you know, it's like everything is social now. It's driven by a social construct, social value. In a lot of ways, Bitcoin is wrapped around in this social era we're in. I mean... You know, we're, we think about the company Ethereum and how that, what was that lady's name? You know, thinking about Elizabeth Holmes, who would always change her voice and how she had a company that claimed to have this ability to do blood testing startup, Theranos, Thanos. And it's like, to me, it's the same kind of story. It's like we're getting a lot of people who are younger within this generation take, chasing this tech 
bubble boom type kind of mentality online. And if it takes hold, it gets hype, it gets wind in its sail, it can go, you know, and that's really showing how much money. But what is going to be the true blowback of it? I mean, are we looking at it in a sense where the economy is going to be affected by it? Are we looking at it in a sense that people are not going to trust Bitcoin anymore? Or is it just going to go under the radar for a while until there is a true need for it? Um, you know, it's like, I, I I don't know how, obviously value, in order for you to put value in something, it must, people must all, you know, agree it's the same value. There has to be some backing as well, clearly. I mean, but I mean, I mean, I don't even know how it's going to affect a country as small as El Salvador because they went over to the Bitcoin and they took it, you know. There was governments invested in FTX, government, like, like literally money that governments were governments were investing in it. And we're just kind of looking at it as a, I, I don't know. I mean, it kind of reminds me of also Exron, when Exron. So anyways, that is the story for today. Please, y'all, if you have not listened to the podcast yesterday with my brother, go back and listen to it. We do a phenomenal job breaking down cow mutilations on our Arkansas farm. So thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow.